God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe, Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribal Christians Podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. I will be teaching a prophetic message from the Jewish Hebrew calendar for the coming year 5782 or 2022 using the Hebrew alphabet. For the last five years, every single year, I have released an annual prophetic teaching in the month of September and also in January based upon the Hebrew calendar system, where I take the Hebrew alphabet using Hebrew symbolism, using a method called gematria to convey a prophetic outlook for that coming year. And as many of you already know, there are two calendar systems. We use the Gregorian calendar system, which is based upon the solar sun cycles, and then there is the Jewish Hebrew calendar system, which is based upon the lunar moon cycles. Now, according to tradition, the Jewish Hebrew calendar is in the current year of 5781, believed to have began with the creation of Adam. And the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar we use, is in the year 2021, beginning with the birth of Christ. Now, the Jewish New Year changes over in the month of September versus the Gregorian calendar that starts over in January. So, therefore, I usually release this message twice a year, first in September, and then secondly in January with the secular perspective. And for the last five years of doing this, I've discovered that this method of prophecy teaching has proven to be extremely accurate and very insightful, especially in significant seasons of prophetic fulfillment in connection to the nation of Israel. So last year's message, for example, the one that we are currently in, 5781, the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter, as in 2021, is the letter Shin which means teeth, to press, sharp, and it can symbolize judgment. Now, the number 21 is also a number that can symbolize wicked and rebellious governments. Therefore, that year, I said and prophesied that the year 2021 or 5781 would represent a wicked or a rebellious government, which did, in fact, come to pass with the 2020 elections. Now, the year before that was the year 5780 or 2020, which was the Hebrew number or letter 
pay, representing the number 80, and it means mouth. So there is also a hidden Hebrew letter bet within the letter pay, which symbolizes a house and also an unveiling. So therefore, that year I prophesied that what was hidden within would become unveiled in scenes of the outside, dealing with an unveiling or an exposure of corruption and evil agendas. Now, this came true not only with the discovery of the origins of the coronavirus, but also how the liberal democratic governments through these different liberal cities extorted the coronavirus through the 2020 elections. Now, the year before that, okay, was the year 5779 for 2019. It was symbolized through the letter Tet, which is a paradoxical letter, and it symbolizes either a serpent or a bent-over crowned man in humble submission. It meant that our nation was at a defining moment of choice that would define the outcome of the future of this nation, whether we choose correction or not. And I prophesied that there would be a fight, a choice coming concerning abortion, and a warning concerning the land of Israel not to divide it up. Now, if you've not seen it yet, I've covered that message extensively in my prophetic message concerning the Northeast Coast prophecies. So if you have not seen it yet, you definitely want to watch it, and you can learn more about that in the year 2019. So what I will be doing now is looking at the number 5782, because we will be entering into the Jewish New Year 5782 this coming September in connection to the Hebrew alphabet, and I will be using the 22nd Hebrew alphabet letter, which is the letter Tav, and also the number 2 in the Hebrew, which is the number Bet, and translate their symbolic meanings into a prophetic outlook for our coming year, for 2022 or 5782, which begins in September. Now, the system that I am using is called Gematria. Gematria is a Jewish form of numerology in which the letters of the Hebrew alphabet are substituted with corresponding numbers. There are 22 Hebrew alphabet numbers and letters. The first 10 letters are given numerical values that increase consecutively from 1 to 10. Then the next eight letters are given numerical values, which increase by a factor of 10, from 10, 20, 30, all the way up to 90. Then the final four letters are given numerical values that increase by a factor of 100, going from 100 to 400. In Hebrew, gematria is often used as an alternative to Arabic numerals when recording numbers. Hebrew dates are also written using gematria. And then in addition to using it as a numerical system, Gematria has also been used since the early Babylonian times by Kabbalists and rabbis to reveal hidden spiritual meanings to the Jewish Hebrew text or the Torah. Now, a perfect example of this is actually found in Revelation chapter 13 concerning the mark of the beast, which the Bible tells us that the calculated number of the beast is the number of a man, the number 666. Now, the Hebrew calendar also works in a cycle of a period or a set of seven years, and then it starts over. The seventh year of that cycle is known as a Shemitah or a Sabbath year of rest. Then, this is also where our nation actually gets our seven-year credit system that we have today, where after seven years, items are removed off your credit. So, after a series of seven sets, 
a seven years, totaling 49 years, there is what's called a 50th year, a jubilee. According to the laws that God gave to Israel through Moses, a jubilee was declared on the 50th year where captives and slaves were set free and the land was restored or given back to those who were in debt. And then the entire cycle would start over again. God would use this system oftentimes uh, through sets of periods of judgments or testing periods in the land of Israel. In the book of Daniel, there is what we call the 70 weeks prophecy, which really the weeks are years. 70 weeks prophecy, which is where we get our entire Bible end time prophecy timeline. Because of Israel's sin of idolatry, God decreed judgments over Israel, first beginning with a period of the first 49 years, the first set. And then a second decree for a total of 70 year sets of seven totaling 490 years, where God decreed that foreign empires would rule over them with an exile, starting with the Babylonian Empire and ending with the final empire of the beast system. Now, Jesus actually came during that 69th week or that 69th set of sevens. And then at that point, the end times actually got put on pause, and they have been on pause ever since waiting for that final seven years to be completed, known as the seven-year tribulation period ruled by the Antichrist. This is also what Jesus referred to as the time of the Gentiles, the period of grace. We are currently in the sixth year of that seven-year cycle. So 2022 or 5782 will be the seventh and the final year of this cycle known as a Shemitah Sabbath or holy year of rest. So again, we have this theme or a transitioning period going from one era or one cycle coming to an end and then going into a completely new era or cycle. And if you've noticed, this is also why both leaders, President Trump and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, are no longer in their current positions. That was extremely symbolic and very significant. It symbolized that completion point, a completion point this era coming to an end and going into something completely new. Now, something else also extremely significant that occurred in this cycle occurred at the beginning and the ending of this cycle. 2014, or 5775, was the last seventh Shemitah holy year. And that year both began and it ended with a blood moon that fell on the Jewish festivals of Passover in the Feast of Tabernacles. And then the first year of this current seven-year cycle that we're in also began with a blood moon that also fell on Passover in the Feast of Tabernacles. I talk about that um, periodically and very consistently in previous messages. Now, that is significant. What that symbolizes is that this seven-year cycle that we are in, or that we've been in, was appointed for testing, for tribulation, and for judgment for a short period of time. Now, this year, the sixth year of our current cycle, 5781-2021, we did have a blood moon this past May. And then there will be another blood moon occurring on November 19th, which is at the beginning point of the new year for 2022 or 5782. That means that this cycle of testing is coming to an end or a completion which is good news. Now, in the 22nd Hebrew alphabet letter to represent the year 5782 or 2022 is the letter Tav. 
Tov has a gematria, gematria numerical value of 400, which that number in context of our present time is also very significant. Israel was in bondage to Egypt for 400 years until the events of Exodus occurred. There was also a 400-year famine of the word of the Lord in Israel until the birth of Christ. In connection to the United States, 400 years ago was when the Mayflower landed at Plymouth Rock. Many scholars are credited to the foundation point of our nation. Also, the Gregorian calendar solar system, the calendar that we use, also repeats and starts over every 400 years. This is due to the leap years occurring every four years and the sun's 28-year cycle. So there is a theme with this letter Tav, with the 22nd Hebrew letter, that symbolizes a returning point, a sense of restoration to an original sense of purpose, which you'll also see throughout this entire message concerning this letter, which our nation, the nation of Israel, the church, we are all in great need of to return to our first love. That letter Tav is also very is also the very last letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which is also very symbolic and significant because it symbolizes an ending or a completion like the number seven in a seven-day week cycle. Now, in the first Hebrew alphabet letter is the letter Aleph, representing the number one. And so the Hebrew alphabet is also referred to as the Aleph Bet, sounding kind of like the alphabet. So if you look at Aleph, the number one as in 2021, and then you look at Tav as in the last and the 22nd Hebrew letter. You literally get a symbolic representation of Jesus, who is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the Aleph and Tav. So there are two symbolic meanings for the letter Tav. Two, uh, two symbolic meanings of what this letter can represent. In the older, more traditional form, the pictograph for the letter Tav looks like a cross and also an X, and it translates to mean, to mark, to sign, or an omen of something. In Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, that Hebrew word Tav is used when God directed the prophet Ezekiel to put a mark on the foreheads of those who actually grieved and lamented over the sins that were being committed against the temple just prior to its destruction. And during that time period, what was happening was the priests were committing idolatry within the confines of the temple. They were also treating the sacrifices with contempt. And so there were some who were actually grieving in their spirits about what was occurring, and they were lamenting over it. And so God had Ezekiel mark them with a seal, with a sign, with Tav, to protect them from the coming Babylonian destruction. Now, Ezekiel chapter 9, verses 1 through 6, let me read it for you. The Bible says, Then I heard him call out in a loud voice, bearing near those who were appointed to execute judgment on the city, each with a weapon in his hand. And I saw six men coming from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. With them a, was a man clothed in linen who had a riding kit at his side. They came in and stood beside the bronze altar. Now the glory of God of Israel went up from above the cherubim where it had been and moved to the threshold of the temple. Then the Lord called to the man clothed in linen who had the writing kit at his side, 
and said to him, go throughout the city of Jerusalem and put a mark. Okay, that's the word or letter Tav. Put a mark on the foreheads of those who grieve and lament over the, all the detestable things that were done in it. As I listened, he said to the others, follow him through the city and kill without showing pity or compassion. Slaughter the old men, the young men and women, the mothers and children, but do not touch anyone who has the mark or Tav. Begin at my sanctuary. So they begin with the old men who were in front of the temple. Now that last verse right there in verse 5 where it says, Begin at my sanctuary. That's extremely, very significant, which I'm going to explain in a moment uh, when I get to the context of 1 Peter. Now we are similarly seeing this very same pattern reoccurring in the churches today throughout our nation with the prosperity gospel, with the preachers and churches who refuse to preach about sin or repentance. And a lot of this stuff is motivated by money and by greed because of the tax code, because of the 501c3. This is why we also saw massive amounts of churches and pastors close their doors during the pandemic with the threat of imprisonment or loss of their tax exemption statuses. We see this in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4, with the church of Ephesus, where Jesus tells them, Nevertheless, I have this against you that you left your first love. So there are two other places in the Bible where we see this act of marking taking place with the Tav. And in every single scenario in the Bible, we see this happening is during the times of judgment in connection to the Jewish people. First, we see this happening in Exodus chapter 12 where God instructs the Jewish people to mark their doorposts with the blood of the Lamb, to seal them inside, protecting them from the angel of death who struck them all, struck them all down, or struck the firstborn throughout the entire land of Egypt, both human and animals. And when you look at the modern pictograph form of Tav, it actually resembles a doorframe, like what occurred in Exodus. Now, the other times that we see Tav, or this marking, taking place is in the book of Revelation. Concerning both the 144,000 witnesses during the tribulation period, whom God will put a seal of protection on, and then also we see this with those who receive the mark of the beast, which is designated for judgment. Now, the early first pictograph form for the letter Tav actually looks and resembled a cross. Just how the blood of the lamb on that doorpost that protected those inside. It was also a foreshadowing for the blood of Jesus on the cross that was shed for our sins, which protects us from the judgments and the wraths of God. Again, a very symbolic picture of Jesus, who is the beginning and the end, the Aleph and Tav. Now, the second meaning of the word Tav actually means truth. Tav is the last letter of the Hebrew word emet, which means truth. In John 14, 6, Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So not only is our nation literally dealing with a serious heart issue and a sin issue, our nation is also dealing with a serious truth issue. Truth has become completely relative, and it's defined as a personal emotion rather than something based upon fact. There are leaders in our nation and our government. There are socialist movements like the LGBT and the Black Lives Matter and Antifa who say that sex is not defined by chromosome or biology, but by feeling. 
There were massive levels of lies and deception going on, both with the coronavirus and the COVID vaccines. There were also massive levels of deception that took place throughout the 2020 elections. And so this letter Tav symbolizes that 2022, 5782, beginning in September, is going to be marked by the truth. And it's going to set an entirely new and different level of precedence and accountability, both through judgment as well as revival. 5782 is going to be marked by those who represent the truth of the Word of God, who stand upon it, and who bear the marks of a true believer in Christ. Now, the number two, as in 2022, in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Bet. That letter played a very significant role in the letter Pay for 2020 or 5780, representing the number 80. Bet means or symbolizes a house. And there is also a hidden bet letter within the letter pay, representing 5780-2020, which symbolize an unveiling. Now, what's extremely significant about this is that the New Testament, okay, not the Old Testament, because you know that there are some folks out there who are going to say, well, that was in the Old Testament, so that doesn't necessarily apply anymore. But in the New Testament, 1 Peter 4.17, the Bible tells us that for the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's house. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? Interestingly, that's a direct, as I mentioned before, that's a direct connection to Tav, the first appearance of Tav, beginning uh, with Ezekiel. God told him to begin to start in the temple. Now, judgment begins first in the house of God. This is about accountability. Accountability is an act of reconciling something to the truth. And in 2020, we saw the church having to make a choice to stand upon the truth and to continue to meet or to choose to forsake the assembly in the presence of the Lord. Judgment first begins in the house of the Lord. Now, in Kabbalistic literature, the letter bet also represents otherness. It can represent duality and a paradox. This reveals to us that there may very well be a dual presidency between Biden and Harris, which I believe will start beginning between the months of September and through the months of December and January, okay, because the Hebrew calendar begins in September. I believe ultimately all that will lead to Kamala Harris being appointed as the president of the United States. Now, to most of us, that doesn't come as a surprise. Something like... Uh, Something will most likely, I believe, happen with President Biden, where Kamala Harris is going to have to invoke the 25th Amendment, where she's going to be sworn in as the 47th President of the United States. Now, if you look at that number, the number 47, the number 47 in itself is not symbol uh, symbolic. There's nothing really that significant about that number. However, the numbers 4 and the number 7 are both extremely symbolic and significant. The number four is a number that appears consistently through the book of Revelation, and it symbolizes the word of the Lord being sent out over the entire earth. And then the number seven also represents completion. And so when you add the numbers four and seven, you add them together, they equal the number 11, which also symbolizes this order, chaos, and judgment. And so if you take the number 11, and you multiply it by two because, hey, uh, the number two for bet, we're in the coming in the year 2022 or 5782. 
Now, if you take the number 11, you multiply it by two, you get the number 22, as in 2022. Now, as I always state in almost every teaching I do, there's no such thing as a coincidence in biblical prophecy. So September 16th of 2020, right before our elections, I heard in the Spirit the word spoken to me three times in a row, the veil is broken, meaning an unveiling of some sort. That very well could point to the time of 2022. And then on September 26th, 10 days after I heard the veil is broken, I had another dream where a black dog appeared to me as a harbinger. And it said to me again three times in a row, prepare the way, Lilith the destroyer is coming. Now, I've talked about that dream several times, even just recently, especially in the Northeast Coast prophecies that I just put out. I believe that dream is in reference to Kamala Harris. The name Kamala is Hindu, and in the Hindu Sanskrit, it means red or a lotus or flower. Now, the lotus flower is actually a red water lily. Lily is also a short version of the name Lilith. And in Isaiah, Lilith is associated with destruction and the judgment of the nations. It's a demonic being. I've also talked extensively about that in the Northeast Coast Prophecies video, which I'm not, so I'm not going to get into the full details about that. But what this means is that the appointment of Kamala Harris as president could signal both coming destruction and also a renewal and a real chance of revival throughout our nation, beginning with those who are already bearing the mark or the seal of Christ upon their life, the top. I believe the Spirit is going to move on those folks who already are prepared in a great way to lead this nation back to the Lord. And so if you take the word tav, both meanings to mark as well as the truth, I believe there is something coming, a defining moment for the church, just as it did and it happened for Israel in the times of Ezekiel during the first temple. I believe there are some changes coming for the churches in America. There are some much-needed rearrangements coming. Now, I don't know exactly how or in what form it's going to take, but there's definitely some changes coming for the churches here in America. And I believe there is a remnant of Christians that God is about to place His very seal of protection upon, just like in Ezekiel, just like in the Tav, just like during the times of the Exodus, those who sincerely carry the marks of the Spirit, the blood of Christ, and I believe that they're going to carry with them the spirit of revival and the spirit of truth. And revival is coming. And outpouring is coming. And it's going to begin with those people. Now, secondly, I believe that the final acts of judgments, which have been decreed over parts of this nation, are also going to be carried out and be brought to a completion. As a result of the evil idolatry of worship of liberalism and government that's produced things like late-term abortion, the Black Lives Matter movements, Antifa, the LGBT movements, all those folks are about to face something I believe will be more severe than coronavirus or 9-11 combined, designed to lead our nation back to the Lord. Now, I don't believe that this is the end times. I don't believe that this will be the beginning of the tribulation period either. That's not what any of this is. This is, however, it's a form of it, a foreshadowing of the end times, but I believe most importantly that this is actually a recourse, a redirect to get our nation back on track to fulfill our God-given purpose in connection to Israel. 
Now, I can't say for certain, and I honestly, and I hope and I pray that this is not the case, but there's also been a lot of talk about how the coronavirus vaccine resembles the mark of the beast, or at least a form of that beast system. Now, I can tell you 100% certainty that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. However, I believe it does foreshadow a form of it and how it will be, how it's been forcefully imposed on people by the government. And according to what the Bible says about the mark of the beast, those who were taking it will be judged and will endure the judgments poured that will be poured out on the earth during the seven year tribulation period. So it is possible. It's a possibility, not for certain, but it is possible that there might be some kind of backfire, some sort of correlations with this vaccine in the next coming months. Now, I don't know, and I can't say for certain, and as I said, I truthfully hope that everything goes well, but there could be a chance that there is a lot more sinister, evil things behind this vaccine. Regardless of what happens, these things are a very clear sign to us to return to the Lord. Not just to humble ourselves with prayer, but to sincerely repent and to turn away from our sin. Our churches need to get away from this idea of worshiping just one day out of the week. We need to get out of the ideas of the church as a building, but as a whole, as the bride of Christ. And we need to return to the Lord both in faith and in obedience. We need to worship Him all seven days, 24-7, not just on one day. And we need to be willing to do that at all costs, even if it means forsaking or forfeiting our 501c3 tax-exempt statuses. We don't need money to prosper the gospel message. We don't need the luxuries of a church building, of air conditioning, or a heater, or a nice sound system. All we need is the Lord, our faith and our trust in Him, and our obedience into each other. If you are a pastor listening to this, I deeply encourage you, speak out on the truth of sin and what's occurring in our communities and what's occurring in our governments. Speak the truth at all costs. Now, if you are an evangelist listening to this, I encourage you, you don't need a single credential to preach the gospel or the truth. You don't need a building. Just get out there and preach wherever you can however you can, to whomever you can, and bring people together in the name of the Lord. If you're listening to this and you're not sure if you believe in the Lord at all, or perhaps you are a Christian, but your life has gotten off track, this is a call to put your faith in Jesus, to trust Him, to believe Him, to return to Him, and believe in every word that He spoke, and to repent from sin, turn away from it, and start living your life for Christ. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your Son, Jesus, and I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit and for your Word. I pray and I ask that you may reach every heart, every eye, and every ear listening and watching this message, and that you would reveal to them the truth of this message and of your words. I ask that you would place your seal, your tov, on their lives on every life who has put their faith in you and protect them as we move forward into the coming new year. I pray that they will find true rest and peace within you. I also ask that you may move over our nation and turn hearts back to you and that the truth will reach all across our nation for you in your word and that our nation will be saved 
my end will be healed. And in your name, Jesus, that I pray and I ask, amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website at tribeofchristians.com. Also, please feel free to reach out to me with any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have through our website or by email. Now this concludes this podcast message. I am Brandon Dawson with the Tribe of Christians. May God bless you and be with you always.